This is 680 CJOB. Welcome to the main ingredient where we talk to local Winnipeg beer, wine, and food vendors. I hope everyone had a good week. We all know cooking and grocery shopping can be a real chore sometimes, but Sobeys Extra has taken a lot of the work off your hands by having Mark, the in-store chef, Jessica, the in-store registered dietitian, and Rachel, the store's wellness counselor, on hand to help guide you through. I had a chance this week to catch up with them and find out more about the services they offer. Okay, so Mark, Jessica, and Rachel, uh, how are we doing tonight? Good. Great. Yeah, everybody's good. Okay, you know, I'm going to start with Mark. And uh, Mark, you know, every chef has a reason or motivation as to why they became a chef. So why don't, we, why don't you talk a little bit about yours? So the reason why I became a chef was uh, I honestly uh, would just watch my dad cook in the kitchen uh, growing up. And I honestly thought that everything that he did in the kitchen was amazing, how he would, uh, you know, combine ingredients and come up with these dishes. I mean, obviously, uh, it wasn't uh, something that he had created. It was things that he had learned growing up from his parents. And uh, definitely, uh, it inspired me to, uh, to become a chef. Okay, what was his motivation for cooking? Uh, his motivation for cooking, uh, well, when I was growing up, he uh, actually um, would be a person, or uh, he would be the person that would um, that would uh, cook for people that were coming from uh, the Philippines. Um, right. uh, in those times, in the late 70s, there wasn't as many Asian markets as there are today. Right. So what he would do, he would source out ingredients, um, all over the city and uh, recreate the recipes that he learned from his parents uh, and then share them with the, uh, the new, new immigrants that were coming to Canada. I think his motivation was he wanted to, you know, um, recreate these recipes from back home and make, uh, you know, make new immigrants feel at home in Canada. He wanted to, you know, make sure that, you know, the one thing that, you know, you leave your country is uh, you miss the food, um, and the Philippines is, is all about the food. Uh, definitely it was um, a reason for him to be motivated to recreate these dishes and definitely share his talents uh, with uh, new immigrants. Okay, so at what point did you catch the cooking bug? What point did you start cooking, and at what point did you know that uh, this may be a career for you? Uh, I would say uh, it would have been um, during my junior high days. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, I was, uh, you know, getting into the uh, home ec classes, and I was really, really interested in, um, you know, learning how to cook. Um, I was one of those kids growing up. I would uh, look in my fridge and my pantry and my cupboards and kind of see what I had and kind of put something together and definitely just you know, um, feeding myself, you know, throughout high school and uh, junior high and uh, just making something that was, you know, that was delicious. Okay, so now that you're a husband and a father, what memories do you hope your daughter remembers of you in the kitchen? Uh, I want my daughter uh, to remember the passion that I have in the kitchen. I want her to, you know, eventually definitely take on some of the traits that I do have in the kitchen. Maybe not my, um, my, <laughs> my analism of how I do things, but definitely uh, knowing and grasping the concept of, you know, putting simple ingredients together and making comfort foods. Um, I want her to know how to, you know, make the perfect omelet and make um, the best 
fried chicken recipe there is out there that I teach her. And I, I want her to, you know, pass on those recipes on to her children one day. Are you a perfectionist in the kitchen? Uh, yes, I totally am. Um, I'm guilty of that for sure. Uh, if uh, if you ask anyone that knows me, I'm I'm definitely a perfectionist when it comes to um, making my plates or my food look amazingly delicious. Because I mean, like you know, uh, you know that uh, you eat with your eyes first. For sure. And 100%. definitely, it's uh, one of those things where um, when it comes to presentation, I'm I'm definitely passionate about. So at what point when you're cooking something, do you know when good is good enough? Like, I'm sure you must critique it. No. Yeah, yeah this is wrong. This is right. At what point do you decide that, yes, it is what I want it to be? <laughs> I would say that when it comes to cooking, um, I definitely, through my years of cooking, uh, have uh, built a talent of knowing when a dish is perfect. Uh, it's just tasting it throughout uh, the cooking process and making sure that, uh, you know, all ingredients um, work together mm-hmm. um, and complement each other. Mm-hmm. That's what I would kind of look at. And, I mean, there's not really a point where you're like, okay, it's done. Um, because every dish can be recreated differently and made better in, in some sort of way. But definitely it's uh, it's it's flavor. So if it tastes good, um, I'm at that point where it's like, okay, it's good to serve. Yeah, it's got to go. Um, do you find yourself changing a lot of recipes? Like, let's say there's a recipe that you you cook all the time. Do you find that maybe, you know, just evolves just like you're evolving? For sure. I mean, every dish can evolve, that's for sure. I mean, the the uh, the staples of, of recipes uh, don't change, but uh, definitely through through time and, you know, doing it over and over again, you do find an ingredient that you can add to it that will definitely make or improve the recipe. Mm-hmm. Um, I do it all the time when it comes to cooking, for sure. Right. So you have a and, long culinary history, right? Um, you, you've, you've done it all. You've worked a lot of places. And now you are the in-store chef at one of the largest grocery chains in Canada. Um, how is that different from working in a restaurant? And how has the experience been for you? So it's super different when it comes to uh to uh, instant gratification. I mean, uh, when you're looking at, uh, you know, when I was working in a, in a restaurant setting, um, you never really hear the good out of anything. Right. You always hear the bad, you know. I mean, my steak's overdone. Um, this is too salty or this doesn't taste right or it doesn't taste at all. Uh, but definitely working for Sobeys and, um, you know, teaching the classes, um, I, the gratification, like, it's definitely one of those things where you get instant gratification from your, you know, the, the students in the class and you could see the points where they're like, Oh my God, this is delicious. Like, thank you for teaching me this recipe. And it's, it's honestly so different from working in a restaurant setting for sure. I mean, I love what I do now. Um, Which is awesome. It's less work now, right? Exactly. Cause I'm doing something that I love. I teach something that I have like a lot of interest in and I share it with the class. Okay. So what's the difference between a regular Sobe store and a uh, Sobe's extra? Uh, so the one thing that's a uh, difference about a uh, Sobe's extra store to the regular Sobe store is uh, the extra s- square footage um, in each department. And the other thing is, is that we have three things that are um, available in our store. 
It's our, um, our, our in-store well-being counselor, our in-store chef, which is myself, and our in-store um, dietitian. When we return, our conversation with Mark, Jessica, and Rachel, Sobe's extra chef, registered dietitian, and wellness counselor continues, and we'll talk about proper nutrition to get the best version of yourself. We'll be right back. I'm Kevin Bergen, and after the news, sports, and weather, we are talking with wellness counselor Rachel Tessier about the kind of services she offers within Sobe's Extra that all of their customers can look forward to. Up next on the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. Welcome back, everybody. Before the break, we were talking to registered dietitian Jessica Walachenko about some of the services she offers at Sobe's Extra on Pembina Highway. Right, so you've been a dietitian, obviously, you know, before you came to Sobeys at different places. What's the difference between being a dietitian, you know, outside of Sobeys and being the dietitian within a grocery store? Yeah, like Mark said, it's so different. When you take a look at the places that I worked before, they're great, um, but much more clinical setting. You know, you may be sitting in an office with a client, counseling them about their uh, disease state or condition, uh, and that only goes so far. You may only see them a couple of times. Right. Uh, and oftentimes you're talking about so many different things um, that sometimes you think they're leaving maybe more confused than when they came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's so easy that you get to build relationships with people and build rapport. And they come back week after week and they look forward to seeing you. And you see the light bulbs go off and you see them having aha moments. Or they'll, they'll say things like, nobody's ever explained that to me mm-hmm. in that way, and now I finally understand. So just having the grocery store there as a classroom makes the learning so much more real for people. How important is proper nutrition? Well, it's, it's fundamental. I mean, not only just for curing or managing disease, but for you to be the best version of you You need to fuel your body properly. I mean, everybody's so busy doing many different things. And I think sometimes people don't even realize until they start to eat a more balanced and healthful diet. They don't even realize how bad they were feeling until they start to feel the benefits of eating healthy. The amount of increased energy uh, that you'd be feeling on a day-to-day basis, that's so important to get everything that you need to get done in your busy life. So it's it's really important, and it's becoming more important now as uh, nutrition is becoming quite trendy. So people are starting to adopt more uh, positive health behaviors, and and it's good to be there to guide them in the right direction. Isn't it strange how um, when it comes to energy levels, sometimes energy levels decrease so gradually, you don't really know what it is to feel good anymore until you actually do. You just said that, and uh, I'm sure a lot of people feel that way, right? Oh, it's very, it's very true. But again, everybody's different until you experience it for yourself. You won't even know. And food just plays such a huge role in your energy mm-hmm. uh, and how you feel throughout the day. I think we just take it for granted. Right. So what section of the store do you feel, um, do you find that people have the most questions or need the most guidance in? Um, two sections that I find, I mean, all over the store, there's, you know, a, a teaching point in every section. Uh, but typically, I find that uh, the cereal, just because of the vast selection, uh, there's often times when people need guidance there. And then the yogurt section as well, mm-hmm. uh, because there's so many more products and types. So I find that anytime I do a grocery store tour, I'll always highlight those sections and a majority of the groups have questions about those. How about meals? What, what, what meal of the day do people usually have the most questions about? 
Well, that's funny because a lot of people don't eat breakfast. Which is terrible. Um, but that oh. is, it's the most important meal of the day. For that's sure. Not, uh, I can never function without breakfast. Like, I don't know how people do that. Uh, I'm with you there, Kevin, for sure. So taking a look at, at breakfast, even though people don't eat it, it tends to be an easier meal to pull together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I find that lunch and supper, it's an equal struggle. Lunch is a time struggle. For sure. Uh, and supper is sometimes pleasing more than one palate because you're often cooking for a family. So depending on what the issue is, I like to provide the practical solutions, be it for time or multiple different palates. Right. So it's strange. Okay. So we're in the 21st century right now and there's so much technology and all these things to make things convenient. So many things out there uh, as far as information, but people still struggle with nutrition. Why do you think that is? Well, when you kind of look at it and sum it up, you know, it's, it's the more we know, the less we know. Mm -hmm. The more we get to know about things, the more it questions what we previously knew. Mm -hmm. Um, and, you know, everybody wants to be the expert or everybody wants to know a little bit about everything. And with the Internet these days, you can find out a lot of information. But I think the importance of checking that information with a dietitian will ensure its relevance and that it's based on evidence and that it's safe for some people. Because a lot of times, you know, with these different types of diets or different fads, they can be unsafe. Mm-hmm. So to remove that confusion... You know, that's, that's why I'm in SOBEs. That's what I do there is to really clarify a lot for many different people. That's what I hope to do for them. Um, as a parent, I know firsthand what it is to struggle with making proper lunches for children. So um, do you have any tips on school lunches? Yeah, for sure. Looking at, at lunch uh, or food for kids in general, um, always keep it, keep it fresh and keep it fun. And always take a familiar food item that you know your child loves and pair it with something new or something that they haven't tried before. Maybe something that they're not too crazy about, but you're trying to introduce it to them. Um, You know, kids are really adaptable and they like to try new things. It's just about how you present it to them. Mm -hmm. So by pairing it with something they like and doing it in a fun way, whether it's cool colors or cool design, uh, that can help to get over those moments of trying new foods maybe and always plan lunches the night before there is no time in the morning uh, it's just that last minute of getting out the door always seems to be the biggest struggle so sure. thinking totally. ahead okay so how does your role tie into mark's role as the in-store chef how do you guys work together in order to uh to come up with common goals for for clients that come into your into your store well mark and i've been working together not too long uh, as of now but we're still working that out to really see how we can make a wellness offering that complements one another really well. And what we do right now is, is host a monthly healthy cooking class. Mm-hmm. So it's a class where we serve uh, a three-course meal, and Mark does all of the cooking for the class, and all of the recipes are dietitian approved Um And I will talk about the nutritional components of the recipe. And between the two of us, we offer, you know, both of our services or information to the group of people who attend the class. They have, you know, a chef and a dietitian that they can ask questions to for a full two hours. Uh, And that's a really great offering to people. There's nowhere else in the city where you can get that type of um, expertise and great food all at once. And oftentimes, if I'm doing a class and I have certain questions about, um, 
you know, how do I chop an onion the right way so that I can show the class? Or how would I cook this fish? I'll always ask Mark those questions Mm -hmm. um, because personally, like I need to take advantage of having him on board part of the team as well. So I like to learn from him and that just makes me a better teacher to, to my classes essentially. Right. After the news, sports and weather, we are talking with wellness counselor, Rachel Tessier about the kind of services she offers within Sobeys Extra that all of its customers can look forward to. This is the main ingredient on 680 CJOB. If you haven't been to Sobeys Extra on Pembina Highway, you are truly missing out. We are talking with in-house chef Mark Sarbervinas, registered dietitian Jessica Wolachenko, and wellness counselor Rachel Tessier about all the extra services they offer. Rachel, I'm going to pick your brain for a little bit here, okay? Okay. What is a well-being counselor? Um, well, as a well-being counselor, um, I'm also a registered dietitian, so that's one of the unique parts of our Sobeys Extra is that there's actually two dietitians uh, for customers to ask questions to. Mm-hmm. And um, basically, I take care of the natural source and well-being section of the store, so that's where you find a lot of the uh, vegan, organic, gluten-free kind of specialty food items, right. as well as the natural supplements and protein powders, um, and once again, a lot of those specialty um, supplements. Um, and I also, so you know, I'm there for the customers. They can ask me questions, um, you know, whether it's picking out a good breakfast cereal or what type of, uh, you, know, you know, remedy for the cold and flu season. Um, and I also, you know, teach classes and do food demos. So there's a there's a wide variety. Uh, my every uh, every day is different and. My job. For the same product, there's a million different people that make it, right? A million different companies that make it, so it's nice to know, have someone there with you. Um, exactly, and that's a, it's very common. I find that people come into the store or come into my section with an idea of what they want, but they can't. They need, they need that guidance and that expertise to kind of narrow it down and exactly what they're looking for and which product would um, best suit their personal, personal needs. What are some of the common things that, that you can help help people with? Like, what are some some of the common questions that they ask you within that section? Uh, we have a we have one of the biggest gluten free sections I've ever seen in a grocery store. Yeah, I didn't know that um, until so, I went in there to see you guys. I didn't realize that that you guys had offered that, right? Exactly. We have a whole dedicated aisle as well as um, half my freezer section is for gluten free items. Um, and I do find that that's one of the really um, highlights is that I get a lot of people um, who who uh, either need to eat gluten free or choose to that lifestyle, um, and they're they're it's uh, they're just amazed of how much selection uh, we have. And um, one of the nice things too is that we always you know Sobeys tries to bring in different uh, products and new products every few months so that people can always. I try new things even when they are are um, restricted, you know, sometimes with their dietary um, options. Right. Do a lot of people, do you have a lot of returning clients? Like, obviously, people are coming back in there to shop. They've tried a product. Do you, do you get a lot of feedback? Like, Mark, he was talking about instant gratification. Do sometimes, you, you know, you're talking to people about how they can um, um, increase health and wellness for themselves to get a better quality of life. Do you find that they will come back to you and talk to you about certain things that worked or didn't work? Yes, um, for sure. Uh, once um, I actually used to also uh, work more in a clinical setting uh, where you'd see people maybe once or twice and then 
they'd be gone forever. Uh, so this time it is people do come back from week to week. This is their shopping store, and I find that you know you know with a friendly smile. And if I if a customer asks me a question, I I give them my full attention. Um, it doesn't matter what else I'm doing, so that I find that if you give them your attention, you're generally interested, that they will come back and they'll ask you because they, they'll trust you. You're building that trust in their relationships. Sure. Um, so I find that, uh, you know, over the, you know, the course of the, the store, uh, you, yeah, you see, the same, you see the same faces from week to week, which is really nice. What motivated you to become a registered dietitian and, and get in to become a wellness counselor? Uh, well, when I was um, in, like, I've always been active uh, with sports throughout right. the years. Yeah. But in uh, junior high, I got really competitive with triathlon. Um, so with triathlon, it's more than just the physical aspect. You really have to get into the nutrition part of it as well so you can perform at your best. Uh, during training and competitions. Right. That's that's one sport where it's where you have to do it before, during, and after, right? Like at all points, it's just very, it's very grueling, right? Yes, because triathlon is an endurance sport. So you're you're swimming, you're biking, and you're running. Uh, So you definitely need to take care of yourself all the time. So that's kind of how it sparked my nutrition interest. Then once I uh, went to university, I uh, took one nutrition course, and I was hooked, and I decided <laughs> to become a dietitian. Yep. Um, and then, as I mentioned before, I started clinical, um, but then uh, within the past little while, I just got a, a really personal interest in the whole uh, natural, natural, holistic uh, nutrition, and I find that it's, it's really become... Uh, you know, more prevalent in society. People want different options. They they want to go uh, organic or they're eating vegan or gluten-free. And they really, that's a very interesting because everything's always changing. And you, um, so that's kind of how everything started. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's, it's, it's great because uh, as a well-being counselor, I can put my clinical knowledge, but my uh, interest and expertise in the nutri- um, natural uh, side of nutrition as well. So you kind of get both worlds, and um, like I said, it's always changing. You're always learning, and that's that's the best part of it. For sure. How is it different being a, a well-being counselor in the places you've been to in the past, or you've worked at in the past, and the place and working being the well-being counselor at uh, at Sobeys Extra? Well, this is actually my first time being a well-being counselor, um, but. Uh, with Sobeys, uh, once again, you, you, you build those relationships with the people that um, in previous, uh, my previous jobs that you don't necessarily see people from week to week. Um, and it's also nice to see people, uh, you know, when they're healthy rather than when they're not feeling well, which is, you know, in a clinical setting, you usually see people when they're not feeling well. So, uh, but, you know, you get to see people, um, you know, when they're well or even if they're not well, they'll come back maybe the next week because they're trying new foods and they're asking nutrition questions so that they you do see them nice and healthy um, and, you know, the whole well-being side of um, um, aspect of it. Uh, so it's, it's it's just a lot of fun, and the whole atmosphere of the store, it's like its own little world. Every you know, All the employees, it's a very positive atmosphere. Um, we try to give customers you know, the Sobeys experience. After the break, we're going to talk to Chef Mark about the free cooking classes he offers at Sobeys Extra. We'll be right back. Where can you go for free cooking classes? 
Sobeys Extra on Pembina Highway, that's where. And we're going to find out all about them from their in-store chef, Mark Subravinas. Uh, Mark, I'm going to jump back to you. I want to talk about your cooking classes. I think it's a phenomenal idea to be in, uh, to be a chef in a uh, grocery store. The, the whole grocery store is, is, yours to, uh, is yours to cook, basically, right? So, yeah, I, I treat the whole, uh, the whole grocery store as my pantry, which is awesome to, uh, to have that, uh, that option uh, being the in-store chef. I mean, it, there's nothing that's off-limits whatsoever. I, I could pick up a lobster from seafood, and, or I could go to uh, the meat department and get the finest cut of meat. That's not what I try to lean towards. Mm-hmm. When it comes to food, I, I want to make sure that it's, it's you know, reasonably priced items, uh, especially when, you know, when my students are coming uh, to, to learn something. And, uh, I mean, me picking the most expensive items in the store isn't practical for, for the students. Right. Uh, definitely it's a nice treat. Um, I mean, if I were to say uh, or have, uh, say, for example, bacon in one of my recipes, I definitely choose the higher end of the bacon because it's something normally that I wouldn't choose right. uh, when shopping. But definitely, you know, uh, sampling the product and seeing what that product is all about. Uh, so that's, uh, that's how I choose my products when I go through the store. How often do you guys do the cooking classes in the store? And what kind of cooking classes do you offer? For sure. Um, so for myself, I do roughly about two classes a week. Um, usually one's uh, available during the day and one's available in the early evening from about five to seven. Um, the things, that, the topics that I choose uh, can range from cultural. Um, so, I mean, I did a Filipino cooking class. So it was my Filipino 101. <laughs> um, or else I would go uh, the other direction and do um, Sushi 101. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, no topic is off limits. Uh, I could choose whatever I want. We're always planning for the month, uh, the next month. So we're uh, right now we're uh, basically um, planning for December now. Uh, we just finalized November. Well, we're already in November. So um, yeah, like we just uh, whatever we want to f- want to teach, we uh, we just set um, we set the class title and. We go from that point. Which is awesome. How often do the three of you collaborate on what's going to be prepared? Like, uh, again, when, uh, when Jessica was speaking, she was talking about the nutritional part of it, and there's obviously a, a part, like a cooking part. So if, as a regular person, regular person, you know, me cooking, sometimes <laughs> I'm cooking for health, but other times I'm cooking just because it tastes good. Like, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to eat for nutrition every day. Sometimes, it, like Fat Friday, I'm going to eat what I want. So how often do you guys collaborate on, hey, maybe we'll work on this today. Maybe we'll go for taste today often does that happen? That's kind of one of the the fun challenges about doing cooking classes together is that to kind of put that healthy spin on um, any kind of dish, no matter what. Uh, For instance, Mark and I will be doing a class, um, you know, this month, and it's going to be healthy recipe swap. So it's kind of taking that comfort food idea, but putting a little healthy spin on it and making it a little bit more of of an everyday item, but still being able to really, truly enjoy and savor uh, each bite of uh, your meal. And with a lot of our classes, too, like it may be nutritional focused, but it's not strange of your food items like we're talking about everyday foods just done a little bit differently um, made over a little bit differently but still keeping it really familiar and enjoyable 
For sure. And, that, and that's the key, right? The less you have to change, the more likely it is that you're actually going to stay with the change that you made, right? Baby steps. Yeah. Baby steps. <laughs> baby steps. Okay, so let's, uh, let's talk about um, you guys do some stuff for kids. You offer kids cooking classes also? Yeah, we do. Um, so our uh, community room coordinator, uh, Sydney Parker, uh, she actually runs majority of the cooking classes for kids. Um, they're available usually on Sundays. Um, so they do um, entry-level recipes. Uh, usually, you know, I've seen her do uh, cookie recipes from scratch, um, chicken pot pies from scratch, apple pies from scratch. So those are things that she she does and she teaches um, when she has her cooking classes with mm-hmm. the kids. Yep. Um, but definitely those classes fill up right away. Um, she will have 20 people signed up uh, the day that uh, it opens for for people to sign up their children. Um, and she deals with a lot of uh, definitely angry mothers uh, that uh, are are definitely like asking why their kid is not in the class. But it's just uh, it's one of those classes that are uh, in high demand. Um, that, so it's it's one of those things where she uh, she definitely has uh, sign up dates the week prior to her class so that it gives everyone equal opportunity. Not that any problem is a good problem, but in my mind, that's a good problem, right? Like if if you have cooking classes for kids to teach them how how to make things for themselves, um, teach them a little bit about nutrition from an early age. That's that's awesome. Everybody, should, there should be more of that. Actually, I think it's a fantastic idea. Um, yeah. So. It, how much does it cost for these cooking classes? Absolutely free. I mean, one of the classes that uh, me and Jessica do together, uh, the uh, the uh, healthy cooking class that we do, it does have a cost of fifteen dollars, um, but that uh, that includes a uh, a three course meal for each individual that's in our class. Uh, but otherwise, uh, every single class is free. Like that's golden. The one that costs fifteen dollars, I get a three course meal and I get to eat. Like I get to, I get to learn about food and I get to eat at the end. That's awesome. Uh, so how does everybody get a hold of you guys? So let's say, um, Rachel, if someone wants to come in and they want to get a hold of you, or let's say they want to contact you directly, how do they do that? Uh, well, I have an email address. Otherwise, they can just call the store, and if they ask for Rachel or their well-being counselor, um, it gets directed to me. So they can call you for you know, and ask you the same questions they ask you in store or, or come in and, and sit down and have a conversation with you? Yeah, it's either or. Um, some people uh, will call to ask if, they, if we carry a specific product so that they don't have to come make a special trip to the store um, before they know if we even have it. Or uh, I, if I tell people if we have a conversation in person, if they have any follow-up questions or anything else that pops in their head, they can always give me a call and I'd be happy to, uh, to uh, lend my knowledge and expertise. Jessica, same question. How do people get a hold of you if they want to? Yeah, well, we're in the store uh, 40 hours a week. So if they come into the store or call the store, you can uh, contact me that way. Uh, you can also email me directly or we have a website too. It's sobeespharmacy.com slash newsletter. And anyone can enter their email address and they'll be sent my monthly event calendar of the nutrition-related events. 
And I also do uh, one-on-one counseling or fee-for-service counseling in our pharmacy at the store. So if, everybody, if anybody wants something outside of the group setting but more one-on-one, they can meet with me individually as well. And then our entire extra team here, we have a Facebook page, uh, Sobeys Community Room, Sobeys Pemina Community Room. We're on Facebook and we post all of our events there as well. That's awesome. You guys, I appreciate you coming on the show. I'm going to come down there and learn how to cook and eat my face off. What do you think? Can't wait to have you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. We'll return right after the break with more Main Ingredient. Welcome back to the Main Ingredient. I'm Kevin Bergen. I'd like to thank you all, first of all, for listening to this weekend's show. And I'd also like to thank Sobe's Extra Chef, Mark Sarovinas, Registered Dietitian, Jessica Relichenko, and Wellbeing Counselor, Rachel Tessier, for coming on the show today. You're a fountain of information, the three of you. I will talk to you all next week and uh, enjoy the weather in Winnipeg. This is 680 CJOB. This is 680 CJOB.